Football and War by Alice McLaren. This is a Ripperfox recording. All Ripperfox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, visit Ripperfox.org. Read by Gwen O'Brien. Football and War to the editor of the Argus. Sir, I feel sure that most of those correspondents who had expressed views against the paid footballers have been actuated by a sincere desire to stimulate recruiting, and are entirely in sympathy with them in trying to achieve such a laudable object. Nevertheless, I feel that the paid footballers have been subjected to some very unfair criticism, possibly by some who have always been antagonistic to the sport, but probably by more, who, though quite sincere, are not sufficiently confident with all the circumstances in arriving at their conclusion. For instance, it may be news to the general public to know that Fitzroy, the current rate of payment is 25 shillings per man for matches in which they actually participate. Surely this is not professional wisdom in the true sense of the term. Also players are men who work at regular occupation, and no one should begrudge them the sweetium they receive for the hard training they undergo and the many little sacrifices they endure in order to keep themselves fit and to give the public the amusement derived from the best exposition of football. It is generally admitted that the call to arms has not been answered by many men who are physically fit and have no ties to keep them from enlisting, but are paid footballers any more eager than amateur footballers or baseballers or cricketers or race scorers or any other sports, or in fact the public in general? I think not. In making comparisons, it should be borne in mind that the large percentage of paid footballs are married, whereas most amateur footballs are single. The reason is that the average amateur football invariably retires from the game on entering into wedlock. On the other hand, when a legal association player amateur or otherwise gets married, his club is usually persistent in trying to induce him to contend with them and generally the players that comes to their possessions. Of the 18 players representing Fitzroy in the last three matches, nine are married, and of the other nine, some at least are very tired on his spining. If the defence department's really keen on inducing athletes to enlist, might I suggest that the recruiting campaign be started in real earnest, something like what is being done in England. Correspondents might devote their energies in this direction with far more prospects of success than by abusing footballers in the papers. Would any of your correspondents be pleasure enough to supply each football club with some recruitment posters to be placed in the training rooms and so bring home frequently to every football the reality of war and the call for volunteers? Perhaps even it could be arranged for a recruiting officer to visit the training rooms and I am sure the club executives will provide every facility for him. If sport is interfering seriously with recruiting, I agree they should cease. But what is the good of stopping football unless other sports are stopped? I have not previously played football for my entry game, but this season I have decided to set the trade for machines per match I am tired to as a player, and to devote same to the relief of our Gantwell allies, the Serbs. I have now pleasure in enclosing you check value of two pounds ten shillings for that object, representing the proceeds of the first two matches, and I will make further remittances to you periodically of twenty five shillings for each match as the money is made available to me by the Fitzroy Football Club. Yours, etc. Alice McGrowan, North Good South, May ninth. 
end of football and war. But I was McLaren.